Broadcasting from the bottom of the canal, this is RFG, RadioFreeGowanus.org. Once again, for another interview, we're here at the Interference Archive. We're at 131 8th Street between 2nd and 3rd Ave. We're at the Building Resistance Propaganda Party. We're here till 5 o'clock, and there's all kinds of activity happening here. There's a a great uh, playlist that is happening. These are all songs from the current uh, exhibition they have up. Finally got the news. The Printed Legacy of the U.S. Radical Left from 1970-1979. Um, I am Mike, and I'm here with Radio Free Gowanus, RadioFreeGowanus.org, and um, as you know, we are broadcasting on 88.5 FM today. I have a guest in the studio. I have Raven with me right now, and hold on, she's going to lean into the mic and tell me who she is. What's up, what's up? My name is Raven Kras. I am a community organizer here in Brooklyn, New York. Um, I'm a poet, a vlogger, and self-defense instructor. Self-defense instructor. Self-defense instructor. Yeah, you were just telling us about that. So where do you do this? Um, so I was at the Center for Anti-Violence Education, which is, up, which is up the street. It's been here for 42 years, I believe. Um, it started as a place to teach karate to women, back when women weren't allowed to take karate because society. Um, and since then has grown into an organization that goes in schools, um, does workshops now since election, has done a lot of workshops around um, de-escalation, bystander intervention training, um, and really teaching people that self-defense is not only physical, but social as well. So how do we protect ourselves against a larger social systemic structure that is designed to oppress us? Like That's a form of self-defense as well, so yeah. anti-racism, feminist um, structure within the physical techniques of getting away physically. Right, so kind of yeah. like applying that to social self-defense. Exactly, Yeah. exactly. It's a dope concept. That's awesome, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, where, uh, where, what's the address of this place? Is it it's like um, up the street? Yeah, it's 327 7th Street, mm-hmm. between 4th and 5th Avenue. It's oh, literally up the it's street. It's literally yeah. around the corner. It really yeah. is around the corner, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's dope. And how long have you been doing that? Um, only for like a few, only for a few months now, thank you. Yeah, only for a few months now. Um, but it's, it's super cool, and the organization also, it's a nonprofit, and it also uh, does workshops um, around, workshops I've done have been around intersectionality, power and privilege, gender box, and making the language accessible to people who are in roles where they have to do with community members um, right. to broaden just, like, personal horizon, because if you don't know better, you won't do better, and That's sometimes funny. ignorance can be highly problematic and offensive even when the intent is not to be you know right yeah yeah yeah. that's so awesome and you said you were uh, collaborating a little bit with the archive yes so um peer eds it's a internship of girls 12 to 19 who is um who comes to the nonprofit at cae and they're working on a project like a know your rights project but specifically tailored towards girls 
Um, and they came here to get ideas around banners and murals and all that stuff and how to create or combine art and activism and how to make banners visible and impactful and empowering because you can't have like a paragraph. Um, right. <laughs> or if you do, like there are creative ways to do that where it's uh, intertwined into a picture or something like that. So yeah, it was it was really cool. It was really dope. That only happened yesterday. So we found out about this cool. today and was like, where we got to come through? That's awesome. Yeah. 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 That's cool. So, uh, what's what's it like working with that age group, and you know, oh, what are the? Man. Well, hmm. So they're great. Like these particular girls are phenomenal. They're dynamic and intelligent, and their brains are open, which is super cool. Uh, as a community organizer, oftentimes go into communities and deal a lot with adults who mindsets aren't as open because just years of being programmed and not knowing to be challenged or to unlearn stuff uh, makes it difficult for people to receive new information. So the best thing I like about working with young people is that they're open and they're ready to learn and even the ways in which they push back is in an inquisitive way. So I, I really, really appreciate them. Yeah, we were just we we're just having this conversation about yeah. like, but just trying to like keep the the novicehood right, like yeah. try to like be forever a learner and that right. sort of thing, and yeah. uh, that as like kind of like a way of life and uh, a way to uh, you know to just like get better or like what it, what was this? Uh, somebody said to me recently, move to your growing edge, which mm. I thought was like that's like you know that's kids do that naturally. Yeah. Right? yeah, that's beautiful. And then it gets to a point where like we just stop. Uh, I think like of course part of this educational system not having critical thinking in just schools outside of higher learning um, because it's a trait that you have to learn to be able to challenge the world around you now you just accept it and then ego plays a role this idea that we already we already know versus we don't know right assume everything you know is a lie right (laughs) that'll position you better to to be able to uh, move past it and ask the right questions or at least some questions yeah Yeah. because sometimes i guess you gotta like unlearn in order to learn oh heck yeah yeah heck yeah so that's that's awesome thank you yeah so what i mean so tell me you have uh events coming up or well hmm, we do they're not they're not dated yet i have personal projects i'm working on i'm working on something called emotional justice Uh it's on a movement realm and the movement for black lives we talk a lot about social justice and like systemic structures and changing culture but uh element i think is missing is emotional justice Mm. at the base i don't think we know how to engage with each other in healthy functional ways and thus it makes it harder to attain and even sustain liberation if it is met um just like basic dysfunctional qualities of um like con- not having conflict resolution or mediation or accountability or emotional labor or emotional labor always falling on femmes and women. Um, mm. So I'm working on a, a project to really dive into how that looks like and how we could go about having a, an emotional revolution as well. Right. What our social revolution. No, that's that's totally <laughs> like like right on because I the. Um, People from the uh, uh, Women's March Action Club were just here, and they were saying that a lot of their members are are men as well. Mm. And so there was like this kind of discussion very shortly about, um, you know, like how do we, you know, I think that men sometimes like 
don't get like in, they don't find a way in. Yeah. Right. And like, yeah. so how do we how do we do that? Is that kind of like part of what you're? Yeah. Like, or like an example of it. Yeah, definitely. In the movement, I think it goes back to being able to acknowledge our privilege mm. and this innate entitlement uh, certain privileged people have over others. And maybe it's a quality that comes with privilege and always having access to things and not knowing any other way. Right. Um, and not having to ever think about it. Not ever yeah. <laughs> having to think about it and just taking up space and not asking. There are more collaborative ways that, and intentional ways that we can work together. But when people aren't as intentional, have good intent, they don't even realize that when the impact is not good or when the impact is felt as something that is disruptive. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> so no, it's, it's a lot. I know. Lot how do you time. so what so the, how does the your your project then how does it uh, seek to address that? How does it connect um so c- can I curse on him? I mean, I I'm not going to okay. Yeah, we're not being regulated okay, by the FCC, facts, I'll tell word. you that. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to get you shut off. Um so I actually have a project called Self Care After a Fuckboy. And it deals with it deals with our like culture and society, like what is a fuckboy? And I the idea that they expect you to be mistreated but still give them something. Mm. And that's the way our society functions overall. Like America expects the world to still give them things regardless of how often America mistreats the entire world and its um, own people. Yeah. Right? So like our society in general is, so, is a fuckboy and we need to heal from that. Right. And how do we address that culture? And part of that is through um, something uh, liberation theology, which is a specific theory um, that's really long, but I'm using that and I'm using um, um, like Hala Hill from Chama as well. So it it's a lot of research and like even scientific research that goes into it that I'm trying to address it and tie all these different moving pieces together because they're all interconnected. Yeah. It's like a trickle down effect. So any dysfunctional cultural norms we have is totally indicative of a larger systemic structure. Right. Therefore the fuckboy analogy, how it relates to um, right and un- <laughs> and unraveling all that and trying to understand how it exactly. works and then yeah and then like when one acknowledges that they are a part of or benefit from being a fuckboy ideally the buy-in is to do better so we could like grow and change and heal as a society and as a collective i'm into yeah. collective healing and i think that's definitely an element that is missing like how do we heal together and right. hold people accountable I think that healing is a really good uh, concept, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I, I, there's a, I guess part of it, I can imagine that there's like a huge swath of people who like aren't really sure what healing needs to be done, Yeah. you know? Yeah. And, and like just being the awareness of that on the one hand, but then like, how do we actually- How does that actually work? How does that f- play out? Yeah. yeah. How does one heal? Yeah, and even acknowledging that one needs to heal. Yeah. Because you have to acknowledge that you hurt and, and that something is wrong. But a lot of people, if this is all that you know, if this is all your parents have known and mm. generations, this is normalized. It's like, heal from what? I'm chilling. Right. And it's like, nah, but this doesn't have to be. Right. You know, like, we can ha- we actually have more control over how we decide to navigate spaces and live our lives than we give ourselves credit for. But be- because we're so wrapped up in cultural norms and uh, social norms, we find ourselves not getting out of it because it's just 
like it's there but we don't even realize it's there right so it has to be made aware of in order to change it right totally i mean that's what you're talking about like the uh like the emotional mm-hmm. side of this mm-hmm. and uh you know how do we navigate all of that yeah um no that's that's awesome that's thank super you cool. yeah. <laughs> i appreciate it well, what appreciate else you, what else do you have going on you said you had uh, other personal projects yes um, so um self-care after a fuck boy um I am a vlogger, and my YouTube channel is Ravencrass, so R-A-V-N-C-R-A-S. And I have a couple projects where I try, I talk about like adult friendships and how we don't know how to have like healthy adult friendships and we still carry on the same like childish ways. I'm not gonna be your friend because I'm mad and like, that's so unhealthy. So stuff like that, and that's a part of a culture norm that we never have like really addressed, stuff like that or, I seriously have that problem. Yeah, right? Yeah, like, like I, we all do. And it's like, this isn't healthy. But like at no point when you think about it, at no point have you been told that, okay, you're now 19. You can't cheat people. Like you can't just get mad and stop talking to someone right. because of X, Y, Z and really get into conflict resolution. But we do that with intimate relationships, romantic relationships. We stay mm-hmm. and we find and we try to work it out. And that, that connection should be... Um, associated with friendships as well and other forms of engagement there's this dope quote by bell hooks but i'm gonna have to paraphrase it because i don't know exactly um but it it basically says that we tend to sever bonds when things get complicated versus being committed to working together and yeah like less severing bonds and i'm guilty of it because i'm an aries i'm like no cut off (laughs) (laughs) i'm like nah bro that's not healthy like no, you know we have to be more understanding and forgiving. It doesn't mean we don't get upset, but being able to come back from that, but like both parties, right. you know, can't just be one, like, oh, I'm sorry, because right. then people trample all over you. No, it's true. I'm a cancer, so what I do is I bottle it up real yeah, tight, and yeah. then, like, it explodes, and exactly. I snap at people. Yep. Um, but it's the same thing, and it's weird, because you said, like, you're you're 19 now, and I'm sitting there being like, I'm 38. Like, I... Yeah. I, like, I... Thir- when I was 19, I was still a kid. Like, I, could, yeah. I could not do this yeah. at 19. But it's weird, because you are kind of an adult yeah, like, at this point. Yeah, like, kind of, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, but I mean, like, you know, it's just, I'm still struggling with this. Yeah, we all are. And I think being able to acknowledge that, like, we're all going through this, therefore we all can collectively heal because we're pretty much at the same place, you know? Right. And I think maybe if we know that we're in this together, then that will give us some type of comfort uh, versus, like, when people are just, like, insecure or, Mm -hmm. like, nervous that it's all about them. It's like, nah, like, it's not, it's not you. It's all of us. Yeah, you know? it's, it's everybody. <laughs> yeah. Well, we all have like the same sort of, we're all fighting the same, it's the same struggle, mm-hmm. you know? We all have to kind of like understand it, understand what, where you are with it, what yeah. relationship you have with it, and yeah. like figure out what the uh, what the path is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's super dope. Yeah, I'm really so glad. Yeah, that's what I talk about. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> So have you? So you're here checking out this whole yeah, vibe. Have you some posters, making yeah. some buttons? Did you make buttons? I did make buttons. I kind of want to make station you buttons for this, that. but I'm gonna have to like do it with a sharpie. To, yeah. yeah. You know, I initially thought that's how it was gonna be. So while I was walking here, I was like, hmm, what kind of ideas can I come up with to put on the button? And when I got here, it was like, oh, they're pre-made. Oh, uh, yeah, they're pre-made. If I know, you but could, like, draw that out, then you're good. Yeah, it's like I always get here and I forget about yeah. stuff like that. And mm-hmm. like I dug out these signs from, and like obviously somebody made these I was for me. Say, this is written. 
but this one I see. That was from that was from October, so yeah. <laughs> like I, I should have gone down to like Kinkos or whatever and That's made cool. some. As long as the website is correct, it's all good. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just flying by the seat of my pants here. Oh, this is um, great. So uh, so. This is the building resistance propaganda party. Does that term, like, how do you understand uh, building resistance? Like, what is that? Uh... Um, goodness, I think building resistance is definitely starts with the individual and in what we're talking about as far as unlearning. Um, I'm all about political, radical thought, fuck the system, dismantle it, change it, do something new. Um, I think healing is a part of resistance, mm -hmm. choosing to be loving in a society, especially as a black woman, it's always being told that you're not good enough and you're ugly and you're blah, blah, blah. Choosing to love myself is an act of resistance against mm -hmm. a larger systemic structure. Um, so that's a personal level. On a larger level, try to be intentional about supporting independent media, um, about where I put my money. Of course, that's like classes, because I have the option to choose where I could put my money sometimes. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. Some, sometimes. sometimes McDonald's is right there and it's always convenient. Um, right. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's, it's all about being intentional about the decisions we make uh, and understanding what fuels the entire power structure, and that's money. Right. That's that's media. Mm. So independent media um, and independent-owned businesses is like the start of that. And then personally challenging each other, holding each other accountable, and ourselves. Really, we yeah. do a lot of talking about what other people should do and don't really focus on how we can shift and improve especially in social justice communities like it's a lot of self-righteousness and mm. some dope activists out here doing amazing work but still have like personal struggles that go undressed because they're actually fighting a larger battle which is more important right. it can be a I think this is something that I've struggled with with the activist community as well. So mm -hmm. they, it can, they can throw some walls up, Yo. and it, it like it alienates people. It does. And what sucks that I always find is that when it alienates somebody who like could, if you had solved some of that emotional exactly. stuff or had some insight into like some empathy or mm -hmm. whatever, that like you get more people on your side. Yeah, you know? no, totally. Like half the time, these people are not that like politically far from you exactly and it's yeah. just a matter of just solving brought in and yeah i totally agree i mean i understand the battle of like taking on the labor to constantly explain like this is what patriarchy is and this is how you're perpetuating like that's a lot um and i find myself the times i am impatient like i don't have the time or energy to to sway you you know um but having people who are part of the same privileged groups do the swaying then and diversify our activist space so the labor could go on those people, then I think that's definitely a potential solution. And just overall, we're so angry at the system, we get angry at each other and don't realize like, well, some of us are beneficiaries of the system, but we're not the actual perpetuators. And if you get the beneficiaries to understand what the larger structure is, then that would definitely provide leeway for people for it to be more of a united front. Totally. So, yeah, I, I feel yeah. you need to be a lot more gentle with each other. Like, people are tender and fragile. Yeah. And we forget that. Like, we yeah. got to be hard outside, especially in New York. Uh, we I forget. Know. <laughs> New Yorkers, they're so good at that. Yeah. Being, like, tough. Exactly. It's like, you know you sensitive. Stop playing. Right. <laughs> Stop playing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, but I mean, that's t it's hard. And then you said, as you said, people are, you know, people are angry. And, yeah. and that has and a hurt. Yeah. yeah. And we have to kind of 
be able to have at least some distance on that emotionally mm -hmm. to be able to say like, okay, I am hurt. That does make me angry. But here, you know, I can acknowledge that to you, but here is why. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, and here is a way forward that, you know, is compassionate and is, is open and, you know, yeah. open to learn, but also open to, uh, because I think you do have to make yourself vulnerable, and that that is that's just hard for people. Yeah, it really is, especially because um, it's my last place. I don't want to hold this up too long, <laughs> but especially because we don't really have safe spaces for people to be vulnerable. Yeah, and it goes back to that earlier stage, like not being not wanting to put yourself out there because you don't want to get trampled on. Because you do have to self sustainment is real. You have to protect yourself. Uh, so we work on both being vulnerable and having safe spaces for people to like have their emotions and still come back from that and not trash them for having like an outburst or a breakdown. Um, then we will definitely be working together. Yeah. In that way. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so one more time, tell tell us uh, where the self-defense yes, stuff is happening. The self-defense um, is at CAE, the Center for Anti-Violence Education. The address is 327 7th Street between 4th and 5th Avenue. And the website is caeny.org. Awesome. Yes. Oh, let me tell you my YouTube. Sure. Um, Ravencrass. That's it. <laughs> Ravencrass. But it's R-A-V-N-C-R-A-S? R-A-V-E-N-C-R-A-S. And it's a yeah, called PSA. I'm going to be doing more videos. All right. <laughs> Sweet. Awesome. Thanks, Thanks so much, Raven. Yeah, yeah, you're so great. But you too. <laughs> Thanks for coming and talking to me. Yeah. This has been super awesome. Um, great. This is Radio Free Gowanus, RadioFreeGowanus.org and 88.5 FM. We're at the Interference Archive. We just had Raven on the uh, on the air talking about self-defense and YouTube and being open and building resistance, which is the sort of topic of the day. We're at the Building Resistance Propaganda Party. We're here till 5 o'clock. Uh, come on down and uh, listen to some awesome tunes and also make some buttons. Broadcasting from the bottom of the canal, this is RFG, RadioFreeGowanus.org.